Well, Elton John on a Friday morning at 10, 11 must mean Mental Health Friday for uh, another week here with uh, Jay Paul and Marcy Tatro. And Marcy has her Elton sunglasses on, so it's got to be time. I wear them every Friday just to, you know, get into the mood, get into the vibe, you know. (laughs) I got to chill one with Elton John. Yeah. Um, So so, we have a special guest today, too. Yeah, so welcome to the show today. If you're a first-time listener, um, the point of our show is to combat mental health stigma um, address any barriers that might be getting in the way of care and um, suicide prevention. So it really is a great show. Um, we're just doing this for the community to be a resource during this time of crisis um, um, in the state and in the country for mental health. So- and Marcy is a local clinical uh, social worker. And uh, uh, if you need to uh, feel need to talk to someone about things that are going on in your life, you can take that first step and reach out. We'll have some referrals coming up here. But uh- Yep. Um, so coming up, uh, April 15th is Military Child Day. So if you know any children of parents that are serving in the military, make sure to honor them or do what you can. Um, show some type of kind gesture, as good Minnesotans usually do. Okay. Um, but yeah, April 15th, Military Child Day, wear purple in support of them and the sacrifice that they do. So thank you to all our military, military children and also their families and their parents for serving. Um, some upcoming shows, I think they're going to be really interesting. So make sure you want to keep listening in. The next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about fentanyl. Yeah, um, and xylol or something. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a new drug out there, and it's pretty scary, um, xylazine. Yeah. And so we'll be talking about that hopefully too. But next week we'll be having uh, a substance provider talking about fentanyl. Okay. And then um, the following week we're going to actually have the drug task uh, commander here. Um, so I'm really excited to have on Chad. So he'll be here on April 21st. And so we can make sure to grill him and interrogate him about fentanyl and xylazine and then all the new upcoming Narcan interventions and the nasal spray and the testing strips. So it be, should be interesting, especially to find out more about the xylazine. Yeah, no, no doubt. You uh, texted me some info on that, and it is scary stuff, man. Yep, but I haven't heard anything about it just until last night. I heard that someone said it's in the Twin Cities. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about me in Cato yet, but we'll find out more. All right. Um, well, so, Jay Paul, you with the referrals. Yeah, you know, if you need help, uh, it is there for you in this town and others, but uh, you you may have to make that first move and make the call or uh, check them out online. Like Prairie Care is here in town. Mayo Clinic has uh, some services for you, too. Nystrom and Associates, as well as Journey Towards Healing. You could also call the South Central Crisis Center line at 507-344-0621. Or the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 988 988- and that's also uh, good for veterans, too. If you call 988 and press 1 when prompted, you'll be uh, taken right to a, a veteran who can talk to you about issues that you both know what you're talking about, and some other people might not. All right, so our, for our special guest today, you want to oh, yep, queue up the... A, we have our technical here. technical difficulty of the, of the segment. You caught me napping. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so our special guest today is Ginny. She's here. I'm honored for her to be here today. We're getting physical... Really? So yeah, it's that time of year, Jay Paul. Do I have to turn my head and cough? That kind of physical? Oh, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> hope not. Um, no, today we're getting we're talking about exercise, folks. Exercise, and so oh, we're really excited here to be talking about um, Pilates, actually, and breathing and uh, the impact of that. So here we go, Ginny. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thanks for being here, Ginny. So tell us a little bit about who who are you and what brings you to the show today. 
Yeah, so my name is Ginny Massey, and I'm a Pilates instructor. I um, teach teachers to teach Pilates, but I've been teaching Pilates for almost 20 years You're now. like a guru, then. Well, more like a Yoda. She's, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like a, a Pilates Yoda. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, I'm here today to talk about um, mental health with movement, because Pilates is a form of exercise, but there's so many different types of exercise. And really what's important is to... Um, really find the type of exercise that works best for you so that way it feels really good in your body and it doesn't feel like work or a chore. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago, I actually met Ginny um, and we started working together because I was having some health concerns and I had some inflammation in my body and I was like thinking, you know, Googling like what can help and I really wanted something more stress relieving and so they recommended Pilates. I'm like, all right, I need to find someone who can help me with Pilates and so I Googled and I called Ginny and um, we started working together and it was, it was just one of those most um, interesting kind of experiences with working out because I felt really calm afterwards, happy, and I had more energy. So it was like a weird mixture of feelings yeah. um, just from working out with you and doing the exercises. And so that's why I really thought that your, your, your method that you do is different than other Pilates instructors because I just felt like there's such a, a tie with mental health in that overlap. Yeah. So it wasn't just an exercise feeling I got. I just felt more calm, more happy and energetic. So it was just, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I'm really glad that you felt that because that's really what drew me to Pilates is the fact that I was diagnosed with depression after my second baby uh, was born. And my doctor told me that I needed to do more exercise. So I really went on a journey for my own self to find all, I experimented with all, all different kinds of exercise, and Pilates is the one that really made me feel the most calm, the most in charge of my body. I didn't feel depleted or frustrated or, again, feeling like exercise was a chore. I really felt like it was um, healing to me. And so that's why I feel like you and I connected so well, because you being in the field that you're in that's really important to me. Like your level of expertise is beyond my level of expertise in your field, but I really resonate with those who struggle with health and mental wellness because when you can move your body in a certain way, it really helps you negate those mental battles. And I really feel like mental health and physical health really go hand in hand mm -hmm. really well together. Yep. And there's a lot of, uh, it seems like there's a lot more research coming out too. And I think it's um, more people are seeing the mind-body connection, which is really great. Definitely. Like out in Colorado, there's always a lot of stuff out there about like wellness and Europa and all these different colleges and that it's all about mind-body. Mm -hmm. But I think in Minnesota, we're getting more and more of that. Yeah. So I think that's good. Um, but the mind-body connection is so powerful and I don't think we can talk, we don't have enough time to talk about that on the show today, but um, the mind-body mind connection is, is pretty immediate. Like you can have a thought and then have like a physical sensation pretty right, like either at the same time or right afterwards or yeah. vice, vice versa. Your body can then have an impact on your thought. So it's just kind of a feedback loop that you have with the, with the body. And so anyways, but I'm really glad you're here and um, we have a surprise in our second segment. So in talking about the show today, um, Jay Paul and I and Ginny, we laughed quite a bit about having Pilates come on. Yeah. Jay, were you a little nervous about that? No, I'm never nervous. Well, you seem nervous. You said you had a, you pulled a hamstring. No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And then yeah, what I pull a hamstring thinking about exercise. So yeah. and then I think he said something like we didn't have enough space because what, yeah, what well, happened was it's not enough room here. Yeah, so we were we were talking about what, well, how can we help people with Pilates? Like, what can we do on the radio? Like, what can we do to help show people the impact of Pilates? You can't like, show anybody anything on the radio. Well, well, we can. <laughs> and we can. So then Jay Paul started saying, "Well, I don't know. There's not enough space in here, Mars. I don't think we can do it." So I'm today. I'm in my tennis shoes. I'm in my leggings. I'm in my workout clothes. So. Yeah. I'm ready, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, as I said, uh, I had a lot of excuses, but that's what we call barriers. Yeah, and actually, Jenny, what are some of the barriers that you hear with exercise, and like, what? How do you help people through them? So, can you identify what are some of the common barriers to getting going, and then? Absolutely, yeah. Some of the barriers that we face are are mental barriers as well as physical barriers. So, physical barriers would be things like injury or. Um, just things that you have going on in your body that prevent you from doing certain types of exercise. So that's definitely understandable. Some of the mental barriers that we have are things like, I can't do it. I don't have enough time. I don't feel good. Um, It's usually a time factor. That's a, a big one because we live very busy lives these days. But also, besides the time factor, sometimes what we find is that we stop ourselves from doing something like exercise because we think exercise has to be really vigorous. It has to be right, yeah. hardcore cardio. It has to be lifting weights, you know, yep. that kind of thing. And so when we can find a type of exercise that really resonates with us, it doesn't feel like it's exercise. It just feels like happy, joyful movement. And that's really what I would encourage everybody to look for is is if you think of exercise as like something negative or something that's really frustrating for you or something you don't really want to do because Hello. of certain effects, <laughs> right? You're going to find, you you want to find a type of exercise that really works for you. So yeah. I'm a Pilates teacher. That really resonated with me. It really made me find a happy place in my body. And I don't think of Pilates as exercise. Pilates for me is joyful movement. And so that's really what I'm encouraging for anybody else who has a barrier to exercise is find something that works for you. And if you have a physical barrier, then you want to find a form of exercise or a form of movement. If exercise, the word itself is a barrier, you want to find a a sense of movement that you can do. So that way yeah. you can still do something. There's there's chair yoga and chair Pilates and, you know, there's all kinds of things that, that we can do to move our body that doesn't necessarily have to correlate with what you think in your mind is exercise. I'm interested, what, where did Pilates come from? What uh, What's the word, what's the origin? Yeah. So, like Greece or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, because it's got that kind of a... It does have that kind of vibe to it, but Pilates... The name, it comes from a man named Joe Pilates. Oh, guy, okay. Yeah, so it came from a guy. He's no longer with us. He um, was deceased in, in the mid-1960s. Okay. But he he kind of formulated this movement, and he kind of created it in a conglomeration of many other types of exercise, kind of pulled them together and created his own technique. Wow. And, and um, he started this back in the early 1900s, and he um, really started using this to help people through the First World War stay fit and healthy oh, when sure. he was yeah. personally in an internment camp. So he was German-born, wow. and he was in England, and he was in an internment camp, and he used these exercises that he created, um, which are now known as the mat exercises. And he taught these to other people, and it's his claim to fame that everybody from 1914, from the first flu epidemic... Um, everybody who did his exercises didn't get that. Oh, really? Epidemic. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Because he kept them healthy and breathing yeah. and strong. There you go. 
beautiful. That's a great history. Yeah, I like it's that. pretty cool. Um, Jenny, and then for some people who might have uh, disabilities or also the adaptive part, you said you can always adjust the Pilates to your body. Yeah. Yeah, Pilates is really adaptable, and that's why Joe created the equipment as well, was to work with um, those who were injured in the war. And, and he was physically moving people to help them move their body, and he created all of the Pilates equipment so that people could move their own body with his instruction. And that's kind of our modern day Pilates is both the mat and the equipment work. Yeah, and when I was reading up on Joseph Pilates, it sounded like there was an example where, you know, they had the cast, their legs were in the cast yeah. in the thing. And yeah. so they actually, um, it's like the bed with a metal cage over it. And yeah. so people had to move their legs in that position with a long cast. And so you can kind of envision how the 100, you know, where you put your hands down and your legs are kind of up in a V and you're laying on the back on your floor. Um, and so you can kind of envision how that may have came across if your legs were in those casts. You yeah. know, so you can kind of, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and think was, of the mental well-being they got out of that, too. Yeah, so that's the absolutely. tie in here. Yeah, yeah so, so way back when, you know, if you were injured, you'd just lay in a bed, and, and that's yeah. how you were supposed to heal. Probably and, just, yeah. yeah, and it was Joe's thought that if you could move the rest of your body, you could heal faster. Sure. Because you would have blood flow Makes and, sense, yeah. and healing through the whole body. Yep. All right, so Ginny, what are we going to do in the second segment here? So we're going to do a little bit of practicing. So we have a little bit of an exercise that we're going to do here. Um, I'm ready. Are you ready? J-Paul just gave me the eyebrow. (laughs) (laughs) The Dwayne Johnson, the rock eyebrow? Yeah. No, I'm ready. All right, so. um, Just, you know, pardon my stomach when my shirt rides up. No, you're you're, going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Uh, Jenny said there's a couple things we're going to do in the second segment here. Um, And so uh, go ahead, Jay. We'll come back in a little bit here, folks, and we'll be running the second segment. And then get ready. We're going to do some uh, Pilates uh, via radio. We're going to get physical right here on Mental Health Fridays with uh, Marcy Tatro and Jay Paul on KTOE AM 1420, FM 102.7, and streaming at KTOE.com. Vibe on uh, Mental Health Friday here with Marcy Tedro, Jay Paul here on KTOE AM 1420. And we're going to get physical here with uh, Ginny, our Pilates instructor extraordinaire. Whether we we want to or not, we got to do it. I know. We were just talking off the air about how uh, I hate exercise. Exercise. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a chore and I don't like... Sweating if I don't have to. You know? Well, I think. Well, I think sometimes when you work twelve hours a day, it, you get yeah, so well, tired. Where yeah. you're afterwards, like, I don't. I'm. I'm so tired. I don't have time, or you don't have the energy or that that inertia to go to the gym. Yeah, exactly. It, it takes a lot out of you after working a long day. Yeah, it does. And one of the things that we were talking in the last segment about barriers to exercise is we feel like we have to save up all this time to do like an hour of exercise all in a row. But here's the thing that I want to mention to you, Jay Paul, and anybody else who's listening is you can do what we call exercise snacks. And what this is, is you can do like five minutes here or 10 minutes there. Like when you have a segment, just find a few exercises or things that you can do that aren't going to exhaust you that make you feel better about yourself. You did a little something. And then if you do that several times over the day, you're going to accumulate 30 to 60 minutes throughout the day. And it doesn't all have to be saved up to one great big chunk of time. Well, yeah, like you were talking about uh, chair. Uh, You could use your chair at your desk or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you can do just seated in, in your chair while you're at your desk and it doesn't have to be anything big or crazy like that's one of the things that we think about with exercise is that it has to be this big magnetic. you gotta be exhausted by the time you're done actually i have i have an example that 
a couple months ago, uh, I had to move one of my chairs, my desk chair. And so I had to sit up straight based on this chair. And so when I sat up straight, I thought of Ginny, like, oh, Ginny would be really proud of me because I'm losing my core. Posture. And then at home, like, I was, like, laying down to go to bed, and my sides would hurt. I'm like, why are my sides hurting? And I realized I was holding my abs in all day when I'm on telehealth. And one day I noticed, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got a pair of ab lines <laughs> for the first time. And, like, okay, so there's something to having good posture and actually engaging your core. Yeah. And this is something that Ginny taught me. So here we go. This is yeah. our, our transition. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you guys um, about exercise. But one of the things that um, I usually start people with is breath work, uh, especially if exercise is new to you and you don't necessarily. <laughs> I was checking my breath, my smell of my breath. I don't yeah. think she was talking about that. <laughs> so, so one thing that we don't always think about is, you know, we we think about muscles in our body and we think about our big muscles like our hamstrings and our biceps right. and our abdominals. Those are the big things that we think about. But one of the things that really affects the Pilates work is when you work with your breath, with your movement, it helps you to downregulate your nervous system. So okay. people who have a lot of anxiety or depression or mental health challenges, we often have are, are a little bit higher strung. And, and I put myself in that category because I, I still feel that off and on throughout my life. And so um, I have no shame on the other hand. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and so, so breath work is a really important piece when you have mental health issues. So what I wanted to do today was bring something over the air that everybody could benefit from. Because if you can't see an exercise, sometimes it's hard to know if you're doing it right. But talking about breath, that's something that we do all day long, every day, is we breathe Hopefully, in, we yeah, breathe out, that's right? That's the plan. That's yeah. the deal, is, is you're born, you breathe, and then that's the last thing you do before you die. And so we breathe all day long, every single day. But we don't often think about how we breathe. And right. it's important to not think about how you breathe all the time, but but you can bring some awareness to your breath to change the insides of your body because breath works with the main muscle of respiration is your diaphragm. And your diaphragm sits inside of your rib cage. And when you take a deep breath in, go ahead and do that, Marcy and Jay Paul. I may cough. I'm yeah. so I'm do in it. such good shape. Do it. It's okay. Cough. It's okay, yeah. yeah. Because notice how you have the different pressure in your abdominals, in your belly, in your internal system. And then when you exhale, notice how that changes as well. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So do that again. And if you inhale, you're going to feel. Pass out. Don't pass out. Don't breathe that deep, right? So inhale, let your belly extend. Mm -hmm. And then as you exhale, you're just going to notice this natural release, but right. your abdominals just kind of naturally pull back in. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So when I, when I inhale, my stomach should go out, right? When you're taking a natural, normal, everyday breath, your belly should go out. Right. So if you're vain and you don't want your belly to go out, you know what? You're going to be causing stress in your body in other places. Oops, so, don't want to do that. So we don't want to do that. So you want to find where your belly just naturally releases. Don't push it out, but naturally release it forward. And then as you exhale, just notice how it naturally comes back in. And it's very small, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's the natural way that your body moves. And do we have to breathe in or not? And when you say breathe in, do we have to breathe in through our nose or through our mouth? Either one is absolutely fine. Okay. There's been some new research and studies about nasal breathing being better for your long-term health and the mus muscles in through your face and your throat. So if that's really important to you, breathe in and out through your nose. We have a natural filter system in our nose. So it would make sense to use that natural Unless filter system. Unless you have system. allergies. Well, and, well actually, in deep breathing, uh, tech, or in the deep breathing 
uh, intervention that we teach, or I teach, we, we do do the nose, breathing, yeah. breathe in, and then out through your mouth. So yeah. that's, a, that's the same in mental health, too. Yeah, so, so yep. it's absolutely fine to, to do um, inhale through the nose and out through the mouth, or both in and out through the nose. Either one is absolutely fine. But if you're breathing through your ears, you've got a problem. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Especially if you have steam coming out, too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> so, so what I want to do is, is share with you guys what I call a tension tamer. I have um, several different movements that are based in the pre-Pilates work. But um, t- since we can't show some of those on air, I want to share a breath exercise with you that I call as a tension tamer because it helps to reduce your stress and anxiety level in your body. And so what I would like to do is take you through a breath that I call the 478 method. Okay. So I'm going to have both Marcy and Jay Paul do this exercise and anybody listening as well. So yeah, do it at home too. Do it at home as or well. In your car. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to inhale for a count of four okay. and then you're going to hold your breath for a count of seven, and then you're gonna exhale for a count of eight. And what this does is it works the muscle that's that you use for respiration. It works your diaphragm. So it might feel a little sticky. It might feel a little anxiety producing in the moment, like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. No. But I, I encourage you to stick it out. We're gonna do this for four breaths in a row. And I want you to notice when we're all done with these four breaths of the four, seven, eight method, Uh, Just notice how your body feels. So take a moment right now before we begin and just put both feet on the floor and just notice how does your body feel? You don't have to change anything. And then I'm going to count you through this four, seven, eight method. All All right. right. All right. Here we go. Everybody take a breath in. Inhale one, two, three, four. Hold your breath. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale. Two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Round two. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Halfway through. Two more. Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, Four, five, six, seven. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One more time. Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then check in with yourself. Breathe normally. I almost forgot I'm on air. <laughs> like, I'm at Ginny's house. <laughs> so just notice, like, if you were feeling stressed beforehand, if you were feeling high anxiety, if you were breathing really quickly or rapidly, that's your nervous system kind of telling you you're in that fight or flight mode. And sure. using the four, seven, eight breath method helps to exercise your diaphragm, which is a muscle deep inside your body. And it also helps to downregulate your nervous system or that fight or flight response. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I call one of my tension tamers. And it just helps to bring some release to the body so that way you can, again, like Marcy said, um, be able to move throughout your day with a little bit more calm and clarity. Would mm-hmm. you suggest doing that like how many times a day? 
Whenever you feel like you're um, a when, little, you need it. <laughs> when you're hyper or yeah. on edge. Yeah. So if you use it a couple times a day, that's absolutely fine. You don't need to use it every hour. That's going to probably be excessive. Yeah. But when, when you feel that stress level accumulating or when you feel like you're talking really fast or everything is really rapid or you feel like things are out of control, when you can use that breath method and really just down-regulate your nervous mm -hmm. system, it's going to help you feel like you can handle things a little sure. better. Yeah, I see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I'll, I'll recommend that if someone has anxiety, like in my office, I'll recommend them to, to practice that exercise every day because that way it gets into muscle memory. So when they start feeling anxious or have it, start having an anxiety attack, they can pull out their breathing skill. And so Absolutely. if you do struggle with anxiety out there, practice this, find a breathing technique that you identify with, if the four, six, eight doesn't count or doesn't, if it's, you know, and if the count is too much for the seven to hold, you know, it's okay to go six, Absolutely. you know, so listen to your body as Jenny talks about, listen, it's all about listening to your body and what works for you. But the big thing is that I love about Jenny that she's talking about is, uh, listening to your body. And mm -hmm. this is so huge. And, um, uh, we're we're going to end the show with this. So J Jenny has another surprise here for Jay Paul. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to practice Figured. my commentating skills today. So here we go. <laughs> All right. So Jay Paul, not to throw you to the wolves, okay, because we're on air, but we're going to finish with an exercise. And, and one thing that I want to do is make this really accessible to you. So we're going to do a standing exercise, and Marcy's going to commentate for us. So, All right. So, so gonna we're going to step off. All right. So they are taking off their headphones, and then right, Jay Paul's going to stand up. And Ginny's instructing him to put hey, his hands before. on the wall. So he's leaning. Oh, he's leaning. <laughs> he just said he got arrested for this. Um, he is leaning his hands up against the wall, and she's going to have him straighten out his back. And he's going to be doing a leaning push-up against the wall. And she says he needs to think about his breath, pull his belly in. And then she's going to keep his belly in. He's going to bend his elbows, and he's slowly going to lean towards the wall. And then she's he's gonna push away, and then he's in push in. There he goes, and then he pushes out. And the, the thing is holding his uh, using his breath work, and his belly keeps his belly in using that diaphragm breathing and keeping his back straight, and then just using and bending his arms. So Jay Paul did it. Hey, good job, Jay Paul. Thank you for thank you. I was it was pretty funny before the show uh, on Sunday. We had talked for a little like an hour and. Jay Paul is pretty funny about just, you know, all the different barriers that come up. Like, I can't do this. And it's like, we don't got space for this, Marcy. I don't know how we're going to do it. I know, because you always think, you know, you ever get your mats out and you got to have leg room so you don't kick somebody else. But just doing it against the wall like that is is good. And it's a good, I felt the uh, the uh, workout, too. So. Yeah. How do you feel, Jay Paul? I feel better. Where do you feel it at? Uh, well, right in the shoulder area. Cool. Yeah, Arms. good. That's awesome. Arms. So what we want to do is make Pilates and exercise in general accessible. And, and you're using my weight against me there, so that exactly, was good. Yeah. Exactly. And when you use um, your weight, your body weight, you don't have to have hand weights with you. Sure. Yeah. And the further your feet are away from the wall, the more challenged it is. So you yeah. can make it easier by stepping your feet in closer to the wall. So finding exercise that's accessible makes it easier to do these short little exercise snacks. Do you have things like that on a website or anything? Actually, uh, on May 6th, uh, Ginny will be back in town, so I'm really excited. She'll be back in town at Minari on May 6th. We'll be doing a like a kind of intro to uh, different type of trauma interventions and listening to your body, but different ways that you can do that. So go to the Minari website, www.minaribodyworks. Just Google Minari. Cool. You'll All find right. it on here. And then, Ginny, you have your... 
Your, yeah, and then I also have a website. It's JinnyMassey.com, and you're welcome to check me out there. And I do have a few self-guided programs that you could do at home, at your own leisure, on your own time as well. And it's really good yeah. for anybody of any age, of any shape, size, whatever. Yep, it's and so that, and last year when I had my heart stuff, uh, when I was on the cardiac uh, alert for uh, a, you know heart attack at age 37, it was mostly genetic. But um, I had used I, I worked with Jenny for like six months. And it really helped me just feel so much better. And I got, I, I, and she's a, the reason. Remember, I talked about my fatigue I had last year. That was really bad. She was one of the big reasons that helped me got mm-hmm. get me back on my feet with the massage after from Minari. And so I did the massage, and then I went to the Pilates, and it really did. I felt like bringing life back to my body. And that's ironically, Joseph Pilates' name of his book is Bringing Life Back. Or Return to Life. Return to Life. And it really is true when you do those exercises, and I teach this to my clients too. Um, so the big thing I want to share with you, because uh, Ginny is part of this journey, is about listening to your body. So the big thing I, that I teach that's maybe a little bit different, um, and I'm okay sharing this with the public, and you know it's not copyrighted, but this is, I think, something newer that we discovered by accident, was that when I was working with her, I noticed that I felt more, ha- again, happy, calm, and energetic. And these three feelings are just, they're kind of a weird combo, because usually you just feel more calm or more happy. But to have all three of them at the same time is interesting. And so then... Uh, Ginny was hearing this from other clients that she was working with. I heard it from different clients. And so I started realizing, like, what the heck? I need to be listening to my body. If I'm hungry, I need to eat right away. And so it's not just about your body movement. It's about what your body's telling you to take care of yourself. Yeah. And so I started in my at, at, at Nystrom, I started talking with my clients about listening to their body because I realized it was having such a huge impact on me. And I was getting compliments from strangers, like, holy cow, Marcy, like, you're, like, the most kind, outgoing, confident young woman. And... I'm like, honestly, I'm listening to my body. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I know it's wild. But like, so I started explaining it and I said, I don't hold myself back anymore. If I want to do something, I do it. And then I've had the most wild and fun adventures meeting people because I'm like, you know, that store looks really cool. I'm going to just go in there or, you know, I'm going to go stop at that gas station. And know what? I meet some famous person or I get this best book about strengthen our scars by um, Bianca Sparancino and. I, you I, do. Everybody you meet has some f- impact in your life. Yeah, well, it has, it has a, everyone has a story. And I think that's yeah. why I love this show, too, because everyone has a story and we're all connected. And when we run into each other, there's all these powerful things that happen. And this, yeah. I think this is the point of the show, too, is that in our life, when all these things happen, we, we reach out or we connect with people. And we all realize that everyone struggles in their own way. And if you're listening right now and you're struggling, know that you matter. Know that we care about you. Some, you're you're important to somebody. Your life your life has meaning. Sometimes it might not feel like it, but you matter to people. Yeah, Jenny, is there anything you want to say to that for people that might be struggling? I agree with that 100%. You're here for a reason, and it's important for you to find the right people in your life to help you feel like that reason is valid. And just continue being you because you are important and you matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank yeah, you. thanks, Jenny, for uh, yeah. showing me a, a lower impact way to actually get myself going. You you combine that with better diet and maybe walking and doing things like that, uh, and I, I can already see me losing some weight this summer. So thank you. Yeah. Well, well thank you, Jenny, for coming on, and we're going to celebrate. Yeah. Let's celebrate. Let's dance. <laughs> dance is a form of exercise. Let's do it. And it, it boosts your mood, right? So, again, it's listening to your body. So we'll be talking more about this later. And if you do need help, call 988. That's National Suicide Prevention Hotline, but it's there for anybody to talk about anything privately. Yeah, we'll take this right up to the top of the hour on KTOE.